This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Did you know that crime in CAP communities is five times lower than in similar non-CAP suburbs? <clears throat> Excuse me. CAP, of course, stands for Community Active Protection and was established in Glen Hazel in 2006 following a number of incidences of violent crime. Since then, it has become an integral part of our community and has grown way beyond what it initially set out to do. In November last year, it deservedly received the Man-Made Media Community Award at the APSA Jewish Achievers Award. Sean Jamie, its COO, is my guest now to tell me more. Sean, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Cherise, and hello to all of your listeners. Sean, were you there right from the beginning in 2006? I was, but as a as a volunteer, I lived in Sydenham at the time. Um, our family had been the victim of violent crime, and um, it it was it became a mission of mine. I went door to door. I put my my son, who he turned nineteen yesterday, That's he was awesome. two at the time, and uh, I put him in his pram, and we went door to door raising money for this thing called CAP, and uh, and the community responded. And, uh, yeah, thank God I was, uh, I was there at the beginning, uh, subsequent to that worked within, uh, CAP as a, as a professional. Um, and, and over my, my career in the last 16 years, I've been affiliated with CAP in some or other way. So I remember when CAP started, and I remember there was like a, a one sense, a sense of pride, but on the other hand, also a sense of nervousness. There were these big men in big cars. There were Worries about social, uh, profiling, racial profiling. People weren't sure how it would affect the neighboring suburbs. And yet, 16 years later, um, they've become a, like an integral part of our life. Yeah, so, uh, Sharice, because, because I know you, I kind of prepped for that, for that comment. So, I, 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 I refresh my memory as I was sitting in your waiting room about a quote from, from Winston Churchill, which said something along the lines of, we sleep soundly at night because, um, Strong, strong men are prepared to visit evil on our behalf. And, and I think that's the, the principle of CAP is yes, uh, crime exists. Criminals don't use feather dusters. And, uh, we need to, we need to meet, meet these, these challenges with force. However, um, a, a lot of what you associate CAP with, with these amazing people in these big buckies and the big guns, um, that's not who we are. We, we, we very much follow a more brains, less brawn type of philosophy, trying to understand criminals, understand how they work, and, and try and stop them even before they come into our communities. And that's actually become more and more around what we do. So it's an evolution, but just to now say that how reassuring it is to see a cap car. Um, I, um, I also know how far they spread. Initially it was. Glen Hazel. And I remember having a conversation if Glen Hazel became, if CAF became GAP in Glen Hazel, what on earth was it going to become in Killarney Rosebank, right? Yeah. So um, obviously the problems that you had then are no longer around. But, you know, every complex I know is connected to CAP. You don't move into a complex unless you know security there have their, that thingy. They become like an unbelievable resource for Johannesburg, not only the Jewish community. 
Yeah, so one of our one of our non-executive um, our, our volunteer members, he puts it best. He's immensely proud, and we're immensely proud to have built this self-sustaining crime-fighting machine. This this uh, this thing, this institution, uh, this movement that gives us the ability to control our destiny, to deal with crime in the most proactive way possible. And the other thing I want to say before we go into crime fighting specifically is that the, um, the, the, it does so much more than crime fighting. I, I just know that every time I've passed a horrific-looking accident, Cap is there and you think, oh, good, they're in good hands. You know, you, I can drive on now safely and not feel guilty about not stopping and helping. Every time you see them, wherever you are, you know that you're in very uh, – you feel reassured. Yeah, look, we're just so blessed to be able to get the support to the, uh, from the community to do what we do. And, and we have expanded that. We've moved, um, you know, that, that good Samaritan type of uh, thing is something that we've always do, but uh, done, but we've moved into, um, fire ops, uh, which ena- enables us to dispatch a private fire service. Uh, we have medical assistant for, uh, assistance for those of our stakeholders that aren't covered, for example, by Hatsol. Um, we've started the Green Initiative, which is incredibly exciting. Um, you know, ideally there wouldn't be a uh, there wouldn't be an opportunity for us to do this. Uh, ideally, the the city would do this, but we're we're so we're so privileged to be able to to provide these services to make people's lives better, even if it's just a little bit of beautification or making you feel safer when you're stuck on the side of a road. So I have seen the greening uh, van, but I don't actually know what it's about. So what green is, is, uh, you know, w- w- the city hasn't been able to maintain our green spaces, our parks, uh, roadside rever- reserves, the verges of roads, and the, the areas outside city installations, and, and they've become a bit of an eyesore. And uh, we, together with uh, some amazing, amazing people that we've recruited, have been able to launch a maintenance campaign and a beautification campaign for the public spaces that aren't looked after by anyone else. Um, the way that's manifested is probably best best demonstrated in Glen Hazel, where we've removed you know unsightly overgrown areas. We've planted uh, beautiful gardens. We've actually got a Glen Hazel tree or a couple of Glen Hazel trees that we're going to be planting around these beautiful indigenous plants um, like coral trees. Um, and uh, re- really just making the area look better. And, uh, yeah, so far so good. Uh, Glen Hazel's gone incredibly well. We've moved this into other areas. Um, so we have green teams that may be not as high density as Glen Hazel, but we have green teams throughout our footprint just about. I know you want to talk about crime and fighting crime. This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. And I am talking to Sean Jamie, who is the Chief Operating Officer of CAP. Sean, I know you want to talk about crime fighting because you've moved, as you say, from uh, what brawn to brain. Yeah, more brains, less brawn. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the, I know you're involved with getting kidnapped victims back and arresting the arsonist and all the rest. Tell me a little bit about that journey. So I, I think it's it's more around expanding this idea of being proactive and and moving from proactively patrolling and saying, you know, be be afraid of us, we these big guys, 
to actually understanding the criminal mind much better, understanding where they launch crime from, and then going and fetching them. We're extremely privileged to be able to work with some great police units, uh, specifically the, the SAPS Gauteng Serious and Violent Crimes Unit. And uh, we, we gather a whole bunch of information across a very wide footprint on the crimes that are being f- perpetrated, typify the suspects that are involved. You draw linkages between the suspects that are involved, understand more and more about them through the technology, technological means we can have, we have through human intelligence, through a variety of mechanisms, um, and then literally go and fetch them. You know, so so we call it an offensive strategy to crime, where where we understand that you've got you know uh, a potential a potential or you've got a perpetrator of crime, and he's potentially operating that day, and working with this SAPS unit as well as Jobo K9 and other units to go and apprehend that suspect. Once we've apprehended those suspects. Uh, we have in-house advocates and attorneys who will follow up on those cases. And uh, we, we've had really, really great success. Um, we, we've managed to achieve almost a 70% conviction rate on the suspects that we are involved in apprehending through this offensive program, which is really – that's something that we're really proud of because it's the ultimate in proactivity, right, if uh, if – you know, you've got five suspects in a gang and that gang would operate three or four times uh, a, a week. By removing them from circulation, you've prevented 150 serious violent crimes in a year. And and that's really what's caps. Uh, I won't say what we've morphed into. It's something that we've added to what we already do. Has crime changed over the last 16 years? Yeah, I mean, crime will always change. You must remember, criminals are professional. Professional criminals are professional. They're going to look, look for opportunities. And, and uh, you know, the nature of what's being done will change. A good example is follow-home crimes, uh, what, what people very often, you know, they call them the Rolex gangs and things like that, where you have a, um, a spotter who is in a shopping center, he'll see uh, someone with a nice watch. And then there's quite a, a sophisticated network of uh, of people that then follow the potential victim and and uh, will attack them at a suitable time and place. That's uh, something that together with uh, the SAPS teams that we work with, we, we virtually managed to shut down. I think, I think uh, we decreased the number of those incidents by 70 or 80 percent. But those those suspects, those perpetrators, they're professionals. They'll find something else, um, and and in turn, the type of crime changes. Um, of course, on the other end of scale, and that's a seriously, you know, uh, sophisticated, potentially very violent attack. You've got soft crime, things like stealing cameras or number uh, n- uh, numbers, street numbers from your house wall or dustbins. That's also something that has morphed as we've seen, you know, socioeconomic conditions change. By the way, we don't believe that serious violent criminals are, are really affected by, by, by socioeconomics. We, we tend to believe that they have these inherent traits and, uh, and that they're born, not made. However, there's a lot of people who steal for subsistence 
and and those incidents are affected unfortunately by by the prevailing economic conditions. So that's yeah, once again. So, a, a so change you're that saying there are two very different ki- kinds of crime taking place in our suburbs. The one is very professional and it's it's a job, uh, and the other one is uh, purely socioeconomic. But the more professional, the more dangerous. Yeah, look, thank God the, the serious violent crime has reduced dramatically. Like we see very few attacks in our communities. Um, and, yes, we look at contact crime and we look at soft crime separately. And going forward, last question. Um, going forward, uh, going forward, we'll continue doing what we're doing. You catch know. your mouse, catch you, your mouse. No, not really. I mean, we're getting a lot of people. We're safer today. Um, than we've pretty much ever been in CAPS history. And and if you, you, you listen to those Chavez table discussions, crime, you know, the, the discussion has changed. It's become other things, you know. It's become the messy pavements, and then we look after the pavements, and then it'll choose. But, but we're committed to doing whatever we can to make people's lives better. Perhaps uh, ESCOM is next, Sean. Um, perhaps, yes. Thank you very much for joining me. That was Sean Jammy, the COO of CAP, who recently won the Man-Made Media Community Award at the APSA Jewish Achievers Award. That is all I have time for. So thank you all to all of you for joining me. Thank you to Sina for Betsy and Craig Guthrie for producing. If there's anything on the show you'd like to comment on, you're always welcome to send me an email on sharice at sajbd.org. Until next week, I wish you all Shabbat Shalom.